Hello, welcome to Dr. Munn's podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about treatment of minors. A lot of therapists have options to treat minors. Some therapists don't like to treat minors either because it's not their cup of tea or because it's uh, legally sometimes um, confusing, especially if the parents are fighting and there's custody issues. As for myself, um, I have taken some uh, minors where there have been custody issues and there's a lot of fighting and dissension between parents that are divorcing and sometimes therapists do get caught up in that and have to go to court and sometimes there is anger on one or both parts of the parents. So I'm gonna be just telling you some information My information comes from Sarah Cashing, staff attorney at CAMFT, California Association for Marriage and Family Therapists. It's a great organization, as you well know, and a lot of information and help can be gotten from this organization. So first of all, I'm going to talk about what a minor is. A minor is an individual who's under the age of 18 years old. So when you first have someone call you, you need to determine what the minor's age actually is and the relationship of the person bringing the uh, minor to your office. You should definitely review any court documents and instruct the representatives to bring those documents to the appointment and even better would be to have the clients submit the documents in advance of the appointment. So uh, with this information, you can determine who is the legal guardian, if both parents are just one, and who's making requests for services and coming with the minor to their treatment. Uh, A minor who's 12 years of age or older can get therapy for themselves on an outpatient or residential shelter service. If the minor is mature enough and intelligent enough to participate in outpatient services or residential shelter services, and if not taking the minor would present a serious danger of physical or mental harm to others or themselves without this type of treatment. The other reason that they can get treatment on their own is if they are a victim of incest or child abuse. Um, So you want to involve the, the minor's parents unless if in your opinion, uh, if counseling the minor and involvement would be inappropriate. Um, You want to state that in your clinical records, make sure you document that. When the person attempts to contact the minor's parent or guardian, you want to document that. Or if the attempt to contact was unsuccessful or why you did not contact the parent if it would be inappropriate. Um, The minor's parent or guardian, however, is not liable for any payment. You have to get that then from the minor themselves. Um, Other circumstances that can give a minor right to consent if they're married serving in the armed forces, which is unlikely here in the United States, 
or they're emancipated by a declaration of emancipation by the superior court. Uh, there are other consents that can give minors a right to consent to their own treatment. They're 12 years of age, remember, and they're seeking treatment for drug or alcohol dependency. Um, if the parents do bring the child for drug or alcohol-related uh, problems, the minors don't have a right to refuse medical care and counseling, but they can consent to treatment if they're seeking it and they're 12 years of age or older and they can consent themselves. But as a therapist, a MFT, we are not legally uh, able to replace any narcotic treatment with any methadone or other medications. Um, and we don't, of course, have anything to do with convulsive therapy, psychotropic drugs, or psychosurgery. You would then refer the, the patient out for treatment of that nature to a primary care doctor or psychiatrist. Who else can uh, consent or authorize uh, consent for minor's treatment? Biological parents. If they were never married, but there's a custody order in place or biological mother and father are divorced, you want to find out who has the custody of the child. There's two types of custody. There's legal and physical. Physical just means that that's where the child resides, and that doesn't have anything to do with that parent providing um, consent. But whoever has legal custody is the parent that can make decisions on behalf of the child. Um, if the mother and father have joint legal custody, uh, you'll often see that in the order. And um, then either parent can consent. And whoever has sole legal custody, only that parent can consent. Uh, try to get both parents on board with you if you can. And make sure that you document who you talk to and who you were able to address and not and why. Sometimes you don't want to call the other parent because that parent might be detrimental to the therapy for the child and it would be in your interest to document the reason why. Um, sometimes the parents will disagree on the therapist because each one will want a therapist they think that will side with them. And that's where things get sticky for the therapist. Um, so have the suggest to the parent seeking treatment that they approach the court to decide whether treatment is in the best interest of the child. Um, sometimes both parents will consent in the beginning, and then they will. Uh, one of the parents might want to withdraw the child from that therapy. Um, so it doesn't mean that you have to stop the therapy if one parent withdraws, as long as the other parent still consents and they, he also has legal custody. Um, adoptive parents and um, legal guardians have the same rights as biological parents. Foster parents do not have right to make healthcare decisions for foster children, unless it's just a medical or dental treatment. Uh, if a parent is a minor also, they have the authority to consent to mental health treatment, but make sure that they understand the nature of the treatment to give informed consent. 
and um, parents retain the right to make health care decisions for their children. Even when the court has taken jurisdiction due to neglect or abuse, unless the court says something different. Uh, seek guidance from juvenile court or social worker involved in the case. Uh, a qualified relative can also give consent for the minor, and it could be a brother, a sister, uncle, or aunt, or grandmother, or grandfather. And if uh, the qualified relative had a uh, authorization duly prepared, and it's valid for not more than a year on the date in which it was signed. Um, the most important component is that you should understand as the therapist is that you will not have any criminal or civil or liability uh, subject to disciplinary action if um, you act in good faith and reliance on their authorization to provide therapy. Uh, this statute permits therapists to rely on what the caregiver states in the affidavit without worrying about a parent coming him or after her. Uh, step parents have no legal authority to consent to treatment unless the step parents have adopted the children. Um, also, I want to let you know that you want to make sure that consent is effective and how you know that consent uh, consent a person who's signing a consent must understand, be intelligent and voluntary and uh, by the person with the capacity to provide the consent. So that's all the information I have. I hope that uh, you find that helpful and good luck in your practice and take care.